to live a life of luxury, to live a life of poorness, to live a life of MMA encompasses all that stuff. Guys, when I'm a DJ, I hit a button that goes. We out here MMA, not my gas, my show. We talking things that you probably didn't know when we taking things to places that you probably shouldn't go. Put the music back up. Put the music back up. Welcome to the We Out Here Every Minute Not Podcast. Oh, I forgot what it was. <laughs> Bring up the volume. Bring up the song volume. Bring up the song. Bring it back down. Bring it back down. Welcome to the We Out Here Every Minute Not Podcast, but show, but now podcast. Also, vlogs. Also, Nick the Ear, my husband, is here. Say something. Hi, guys. And also, my other husband, Alex Lifgatacosa. Hit me with that sound effect from your mouth. That's what he's known for. Yeah. Guys, we have a really amazing show tonight. And I say tonight because it's literally 1 a.m. in the morning. Because, you know, when we set up, we like to take two hours. <laughs> we uh, actually did take like two hours. But it's it, all good. Look around, you guys. Uh, we're not in our new studio, but we're in the same vicinity. They were painting it because we have employees. And they were painting the background. So uh, right now we're in a uh, conference room where all the... The husbands are hanging out. Husbands. Gil Kim? Gil Kim? Husbands are hanging out. <laughs> <laughs> Let's never do that again. It's so creepy. Take that camera no, off. No, me. that Gil Kim is pretty dope. It feels weird because I literally couldn't hear any <laughs> intro song. It was so fire, so though, dude. Like, it was I know, so fire. I wish I was a part of it, but I, I can't. I wish Alice would just bring headphones once. Hey, um, my bad, bro. <laughs> hey, that mobby. Two weeks in a row, this guy doesn't bring headphones. Doesn't bring headphones. Um, Guys, we have an amazing show tonight. We're going to fight recap, no cap, uh, the Strickland Uriah Hall fight. There's some really cool, interesting stories that came out of that. We're gonna oh, hit yeah, some. where were they? You'll see. You'll <laughs> see. And also, we out here morning news. Oh, Pack Show. The producer is really slammed with a lot of news. We're going to talk all sorts of things that are related to the mixed martial arts community. And not only that, we're going to talk about a couple of fights that make us act. Oh, we got a couple ESPN announcements of some fights. And we're going to chat those as well as our Quake Pick Picks with, can I just say, one of the juiciest cards this weekend. It's going to be a pay per view card all the way at Toyota Center. Toyota Center. Toyota. Toyota Center. Uh, Toyota Derek Lewis. Toyota. Toyota. Derek <laughs> Lewis and Cyril Gan. Uh, they're gonna have a fight, and we're gonna tell you who's gonna win. Ooh. So let's start with our. Why is Nick so tan? Uh, I just came back. Wow, from, when you do me like that, bro. I just. Uh, what? What'd you do? I thought we were doing fight recap, no cap, and shit. I'm no. Why is Nick so tan? Do you have a graphic for that? Alex? I don't have a. Why is Nick so tan? One, I'm sorry. Damn. All right, well, wow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just came back from hiking a bunch in Zion, and it was a wonderful place. Is that the gayest sentence? Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> just wait. Later on in the show, we'll have something way gay. <laughs> I'm going to top it. Uh, on purpose either. Alex, how are you doing these days? And I see you're rocking a uh, very, very unique piece of merch. Thank you very much. Oh, wow. Yes, guys. Limited edition. I couldn't get Look, Nick... Kicked the power to the podcast uh, machinery, and it turned off. But uh, you know what? The show must go on. It is now 2 a.m. That's how long the yeah. podcast machine was off. Uh, let's get to our quick... Now, tricked you. Our fight recap, no cap. Oh, my God. Oh. You're struggling today. Are Mr. we all tired? Are we all tired? I'm fine. I don't know about you guys. Guys, this was a great fight in some people's eyes. Some people said, nah. But I Who say... Stephen A. Smith. Stephen A. Smith said this? Don't trust him. This guy has very questionable takes. But guys, uh, for real, uh, Sean Strickland beats Uriah Hall. I had Uriah Hall going into this, but you guys were correct with the Sean coming in with just, I don't know, man. Like he, he looked legit. He looked what good. What do I say? Probably his best in a while. Uh, why do you think he edged Uriah Hall? I think it's the mindset. I think when this guy goes in, he just wants... You heard Michael Bisping talk about him through the whole broadcast. Mm -hmm. He was like, this guy's a psycho. This guy wants to kill people. He wants to, like... He wants to be violent. Someone said he's the white Derek Lewis when he talks. People say he's mixed with Stipe Miocic and... Um, hey, he sounds like Stipe Miocic. He kind of looks like Bisping, too, a little, yeah, little bit. Michael yeah, Michael Bisping and Stipe. That's what they kept saying. Yeah. But, hey, he is... He's a dog, man. He's there to fight, and he's like... He's like a Max Holloway style, right? Like, mm. once again, your face, he wants to beat people up. And his conditioning is so good. And that's really hard to deal with against, you know, a very talented guy like Uriah Hall. So I think he just outlasting him. He just wanted to make it dirty. He wanted to make it violent. And 
he made Raya Hall look like uh, he didn't belong in there. Kind of, huh? Yeah. That was kind of shocking. Uh, I believe they used to train together, too, mm-hmm. which is interesting. Um, they were like buddies. Were they friend friends? Sean Strickland, he said he had to hit him up when the fight got announced and said, hey, man, I'm going to have to block you on Instagram because <laughs> I have to hate you a little bit. I kind of like this. I like this guy a lot. <laughs> he's he's. I kind of like him, too. Did you guys see his post fight where he yeah. was, or was it post fight? He or said was he wanted to co- kill people in the octagon. Yeah, that <laughs> that note. And also him being like, UFC doesn't want me to be champion. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. wow, this guy is just so honest. Mm-hmm. I like it. Uh, well, I heard yeah, some that he had said something about how we need more wars or some shit like that. Like the U.S. needs to have like more wars or some shit like that that were pansies. Wait, he's the way you say wars as in like an actual war, like a <laughs> World War Three. Like it. That's should, what I was told he said because like I know somebody that was in the army and got like injured in battle and everything like that. And What's then he his was, name? Shout him out. Shout out my boy Jesse Herrera, super yeah. um, manager. Um, and I heard I heard from someone that he was like, "What the fuck? Why would this guy say some bullshit like that?" Because so, Sean Strickland. It is. I mean, he. I don't think he. I thought he was gonna win, like we had talked about. But I. I don't think he'll be champ. Like you really think he'll beat Israel Adesanya? I don't think so. Let me ask you this. Uh, we'll just play matchmaker. Then let's see where both your guys' heads are at. Uh, Alex, who do you think he should fight next? Um. I honestly, I was gonna say either Kelvin Gaslam. Oh, he can do Kelvin Gaslam or mm. Paulo Costa. Mm-hmm. Um, or Darren Till. Mm. Oh, so you give him like a top. Yeah. yeah, the whole thing is, like, the other two guys I mentioned, they're fighting soon. Like, they just announced, oh, that's in the news, whatever, but um, Costa and Marvin, and then um, uh, Gaslam's fighting Cannoneer, mm-hmm. like, in, I think next weekend or some shit like that, mm-hmm. and then uh, our two weekends, and then um, Till's free. So, I mean, Till would make the most sense, but, you know, mm-hmm. turn me up. Never down. Uh-huh. Me up, dog. Uh, Nick, who would you give him? Next, like, um, I like a Derek Brunson. I want to see how he does with the wrestler. Cisco, baby, let's That's go. That's what I want to see. I want to see because you know he could probably stand in there and trade with a lot of guys. He's tough. He has he has pretty decent. Bo- he has pretty good boxing. He has a re- beautiful jab. He knows how to play into his game, and, and he knows how to make people play into his game because his mindset is so strong. So I'm curious to see how he's able to deal with like a wrestler, and I think Derek Brunson's a good test. So. Either maybe him or Jack Hermanson even. I like Jack Hermanson. Jack Hermanson might be tight. I say you give him a Jack Hermanson, someone that we, I guess, at least the MMA community uh, respects. They know he's a tough. <laughs> okay. Man. Start at this camera, and when I start talking, t- uh, tell me. So, yeah. when it <laughs> Go off again. Do it one more time. Jack Hermanson is one of my favorite. That's the gold cam, guys. That's <laughs> the dumbest thing. Also, real quick, ever everybody this appreciate show. this whole triple angle. All right, man. You're getting people dude. dizzy. Okay, All right, dude. that's dude. enough. Stop. Stop. Okay. Stop. But Jack Hermanson, I think, is a good pick. Um, all right, guys. Let's. Uh, any other shout-outs from that fight? Let's go through that fight. Cheyenne buys, bro. Ooh, emotional seeing that post. Dude, she looks like an elf. And I kept thinking about that the whole time she was fighting. She could be yeah. Lord of the Rings. She got the pointiest ears I've ever seen. Bro, she that head, she timed that head kick perfect. When she landed though. that head kick, I was like, oh, my God, she's going to get disqualified. But then it was. Did you like watch you said, it again? Did you see it closely? Of course, of course. Like in the heat of the moment. Like right up, right as that right head right kick up. landed, I was like, oh, my God. But the ref didn't do anything. So I was like, all right, I guess it's legal. But then watching in slow motion, she waited until she did a technical stand up, took her hand off. As soon as her hand was off, she wasn't even standing all the way up. She got hit. She got hit. It's like when Eric Anders did that to that one guy, remember? Yeah. Eric dude. Anders did the same exact thing. I love that shit. I love when people are able to get KOs off the transitions from the grappling to striking and vice versa. So, it's who, like, it's so who did it better? Uh, Cheyenne or Cheyenne. Eric Cheyenne. or P- Pietor Jan? <laughs> Which Peter Jan uh, striker are you talking about? <laughs> I'm talking about the one with Aljamain Sterling. Oh, uh, uh, Peter, did he time that well? Pieter Jan. Did Pieter time that well? He did. Okay. He was, he was, now we know where you stand. His knees were off the ground, bro. Now we know where you stand. Look, he was on toes, but knees were off. Now we know where you stand. Now we know where you stand. Uh, Cheyenne, Cheyenne Baez was well-deserved well 50K bonus, beautiful. honestly. Uh, Alex, was there anything from the fight uh, that kind of like was like, okay, that was pretty good. That, that made it worth watching the whole card. Um, I, I liked the, the Jaren good one, the next one. I thought that was my good in or good one. Good one. Good in. Good. Good one. Um, (laughs) because I don't know if you guys saw that shit, but I had saw that the fight got canceled because Mm. of a COVID thing. 
And then, like, I was sitting there, and I got home, and then I turned on the fights because I was watching them, like, here and there because I was at Grand Central Market. Um, and I turned it on, and he was about to fight. I was like, damn, I thought this fucking shit got uh, shut down. But it was still... This is on, though, I like this one because of the punch that he landed was so awkward. Did you guys see it? It was like Very that weird cross, pushed, and yeah. he kind of just, like, threw it, like, a little awkward. But, I mean... It was good put, positioning. Yeah, That's put why that, he was able to knock that fool out. Fucking put that fool to fucking sleep, bro. And that shit was, that shit was nice. Yeah. I like that one. Yeah, that there was, was some a good nice fights, cross. man. It was a fun card. It wasn't the most explosive card because it might have been overshadowed by other fight recap. No cap. The Bellator card. Uh, AJ McKee, let's just talk about the main event. Uh, AJ McKee beat uh, Patricio Pitbull, double champ champ. It made it look easy, bro. Almost made it yeah. a little too easy. He walked right through him. Uh, yeah, what do you guys make of the whole thing? Where do you think... Uh, what like do you think uh, Pitbull gets an automatic rematch at 155 at 145 in Brazil like he said he wanted? Also, side note, I did think he not in, in hindsight hearing his coach, even though the guy's crazy, it is weird that the this fight was like at the hometown of AJ McKee, yeah, and not like in Brazil or just a more neutral area. Yeah, pretty wild. Well, you know what though, the reason why they're fighting in that town is because AJ McKee sells tickets. Yeah. And that's part of the Bellator business model is them stars fighters to sell tickets because, you know, usual Bellator cards. You've been to a Bellator card. They have like 40 fights. It is I don't a know lot about nowadays with it's COVID a lot. and everything. And sometimes they do like fights after them, after yeah. the main Televised. event. Like in the really? Event, then they'll just do some extra fights because that's how they pack the stadium. Oh, so everyone's like family. Yeah. And it's all local guys in the city that they're fighting in and they make them sell a bunch of tickets. So they all can't come out. It's like bringer all, shows. Yeah, that's it, exactly what it is. It's wow. it's a it's a giant bringer show, but with like huge stars on the card. Because this wasn't a pay per view, right? They don't do pay per views. It was on Showtime. Oh, okay, you saw it. But but now what they're saying because AJ McKee is their new star, and rightfully so, he's eighteen and zero, just smashed everybody. They're they're talking about okay, how do we get him to fight higher weight classes? And now because he's so marketable, they're going to be able to do pay per views with him. Dang. That's what they want. Maybe eyeing CBS as a potential, you know, wow network, yeah, thing. type of fight. Yeah, uh, see what happens. H McKee is a star, which leads us into our we out here morning news. Guys, that was high production value sound effects from Alex's mouth hole. Uh, Are we out here morning news? Our first piece of news, uh, we were just talking about AJ McKee. Guess what? He wants to put up $1 million against any other featherweight in any other uh, division. I'm talking 1FC. I'm talking about Arisen. I'm talking about, what else is there? PFL, Mm -hmm. UFC. Mm -hmm. Um, Before Mm -hmm. we get into some potential matchups, how cool would that be if Let's, because you know UFC doesn't do cross promotion. They don't. No. They don't fuck with that. Let's just be honest. That'll never happen. Nope. And he's definitely not the guy to make that happen. Uh, might be. Would that be cool for AJ McKee to go to like one FC win? Yeah. Go basically do a tour where at that point he goes to every like you know pretty notable Dude. division, becomes a featherweight champion, and goes, "Hey Dana White, I'm coming for you, Stacy Cortez," and calls out Brian Ortega. Oh, Stacy, and he starts hanging out with Stacy Cortez. Cortez. Oh, is that her shit. name? Isn't it Tracy? Tracy? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you dare. Don't you dare. Don't you dare. What's up, girl? I'm just joking. It's a comedy show. <laughs> is it really Tracy Cortez? Yeah, Tracy, Tracy Cortez. Not Stacey, Stacey. I was like, it don't sound It's because right. you keep calling my fiance Stacy. Yeah. So I don't know. Shout out Stacy Stephanie. Well, that's her name, though. Her name is Stacy Stephanie. Uh, no, yeah. actually, I think that is the only way that'll work. Like, I championship think, tour? Yeah, dude. Wouldn't that be dope if he were to fight all those guys like you said? Yeah. That would be amazing. Riz, Ryzen, one FC, PFL. He does the he does everybody. He gets he be, he wins wet, uh featherweight Olympic boxing. Yeah. <laughs> dude, that'd be wild. He gets a gold Max medal. Out Davis and shit. shit. Yeah, and then and then he's like, Hey, Dana White, I'm coming for you. But I think um Antonio McKee, they, he got some beef with Dana White. And AJ makes so much money in Bellator. Yeah, he's dude. He just made a million dollars. Does yeah. he make a like actual lot of money? Yeah, he makes good money. Bro. Does he? He makes yeah, good money. That's good. Like Viacom has money. That's the thing. The Viacom yeah. owns him. They have so much money. And he, they know he's like he's he's gonna be their new golden goose, right? Like uh, it's an amazing story that they have with AJ and um his his papa his, his papa yeah and uh yeah dude it's it's he's destroying everybody. Mm-hmm. There, I don't think there's anybody in Bellator that is like whoever beat. 
Pitbull in that way ever. Yeah. No one has ever done that to him. Michael so, Chandler. Oh. But then they ran it back and Michael Chandler got beat up. Actually, didn't Michael Chandler beat his brother? Actually, no, man. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And he got knocked out by uh by his little bro. Yeah. Yeah. They both have the same name, so it's very confusing. Um imagine having two kids and naming them the same exact name. Uh, so, but like, look, in regards to AJ McKee, I think that'd be cool to do that tour, but let's just say, play some hypotheticals about who would be a really great matchup for him, uh, in the UFC. Could he actually compete with featherweights in the UFC? Cause we always see him with Bellator competition. So Alex, first question, can he compete with UFC top 10 featherweights? Is he there yet? And if so, who would you like to see him fight in the UFC? Um, stylistically, I think he can, honestly, I, th- I think he, I think he could. Um, and if he does come over, I'd like to see him fight maybe like a Calvin Cater first or some shit like that. Thing. You know, um, I'm a little, but I do like AJ McKee, but I'm a little biased in the sense of like, I am a real big fan of Max Holloway. Mm-hmm. So like, I don't think anybody can beat Max Holloway. But you know, Volkanovski did it twice. Ooh, did he though? Shit. But did he, is he the champion? Did he oh, though? Shit, does dude. he have two belts? No. You're right. They only have one, <laughs> and they add a gemstone to hey, it. Hey, you know who has way more than two belts or way more than one belt? Who? Max Holloway. Uh, so That's my guy. Turn me up, never down. I'm uh, closer in DNA to him than you'll ever be. You and Tracy Cortez are. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Stacy and Tracy. Yeah, I think it would be cool. I think he can compete. I think uh, if he just got, like, two fights in there with the top, like, say, one fight within, like, the top, like, eight, and then the second fight, like, the top five, and then I think he could probably start fighting for that title in the UFC. I think he could, like, actually do really good. Yeah. Um, did you have anything else you want to add on that? No. Would well, he fight if he was know, in the UFC? I feel like AJ has definitely not, like, he's fought good, great competition. But the guys in the UFC, you know, they are, they do seem to be a higher caliber across the board. Does he beat Yair Rodriguez? That's the I real question. I think he smashes Yair Rodriguez. But what I would like to see him fight is a beat. Wouldn't that be fun? A beat and AJ McKee. That would be fun. Is that or fun? Calvin Cater? Calvin Cater is fun. Or even is Arnold a beat Allen. fun? Make Arnold Allen popular. That's fun. AJ McKee. Yeah. But is a beat? Boring. <laughs> are you the best fighter probably in the featherweight? Yeah. But are you fun to watch? Nope. <laughs> Let's get to the Colby Covington. I can't even support oh, you wow. when you say something anymore. Yeah, you can. Try it. And you know what? Fuck Zabit, dude. He's the most boring fighter I've ever but seen. But he's good. He's just boring. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, no he, not, is, he is. He is. Look at that shirt you're wearing. You're ridiculous. Cool, brother, number one. You act like you're his number one fan. I am his number one fan. Uh, send me his videos all the time. Colby Covington makes a bold claim that Usman is abusing EPO, <laughs> a.k.a. Dillashaw Drank. <laughs> um, here's the proof that Covington said he claims that pimples on his back make him the CEO of EPO. <laughs> <laughs> Marty, what is it, Nick? Juice man. man. Let's go, guys. Bro. We take on real <laughs> journalistic stories here. Uh, here's the thing. I'm gonna say this really quick about Colby. I want to get your guys' thoughts on just where he fits. In this the, is mostly about Colby, but where he fits, like in the I guess the yeah. MMA uh, zeitgeist these days. Yeah. I think a lot of people are like, oh, Colby, but like honestly. He's a re- reminding me a lot more like Chael now. Dude, he's I love having it. F- he's not as cringe anymore. It's like no. it's his brand. He's it's, leaning into it. He's really leaning into it. He's like doing pretty well with it. Like that's funny. That's a that's funny hilarious, headline. Dude. The fact that it made it to our show, we're very particular about what gets on we out here morning news. It's amazing. CEO of EPO. CEO of EPO. The branding is so good. And dude, I don't even care if Usman is on EPO. Yeah, you would. I don't care. Well, no, Alex, I don't care, Alex dude. would. So much I like him. I care, Alex. I do like him, but yeah, I would kind of be like, man, really? Nah, dude, I love him. You don't him need more. to do it. But I first of all, nightmare. that's so funny that the pseudoscience, he has pimples on his back, which is just an excuse to call out that a dude has pimples. <laughs> it has nothing to do with the EP. He was like, he got back knee. This guy hey, got- you know who also had a really bad back knee before you saw that came in? Oh, we're doing? Rory McDonald. Oh. He did. And his face. And his face. That's why he went to Bellator. Let's be honest. All these motherfuckers on steroids. Uh, Alex. All these motherfuckers on steroids. What up? Alex, uh, Obviously, uh, Nick and I are, we like Colby. Do you, I know you've always never really liked him, but even, what about now? He's not in the limelight as much, but he is kind of, he's kind of playing to the silliness of this, not as serious anymore. Yeah, you know what? Actually, I still hate him. <laughs> I hate this guy. <laughs> you got me going. I was like, wow, oh, I, got, yeah. I was like, he's going to turn. He's going to see he loves Connor. Oh, come on, come on. No, Connor is a piece of shit. 
Fuck. All right, guys, that leads us into our n- n- next segment. Fun fights that make me act up. Let me just list off some of these fights, and I'll come to my two panelists right here, my husbands. Uh, UFC 268, we have a wonderful fight announced. I love it. My favorite. You know who I'm picking. Chandler <laughs> versus Gaethje. Yum. Uh, we also got <laughs> yeah. Leon. Uh, is it Leon and Jorge? Let, let's just talk about let's just talk about Chandler and Gaethje. But that How fight make you act up? Oh, that fight is making me act accordingly for <laughs> sure, dude. <laughs> Unaccordingly, Papa. Oh yeah, that yeah, that fight is gonna make me act in so many ways, dude. So many ways. Here's my thing. I love the fight, but I'm surprised you guys even like it because you guys both hate Chandler. We don't hate Chandler. Oh my Why God. wouldn't we I not play the play the tape back? If he that's too much editing. If he <laughs> if he um beats Chandler, he's getting the title shot again. Yeah. So I like that fight. I if think Chandler beats him, is he getting a title shot? No. Yeah, this is number nah. one contender, bro. Why? I like what Nick says. Why do you Because say that? Chandler's only, I mean, actually, you know, if he does beat Gaethje, because Gaethje's number yeah. two, he, or bro, three, Gaethje, he should. Gaethje should be, in our eyes, right, perfect world, it should have been Dustin Poirier and um, Gaethje fighting for the title, in my mind. Mm-hmm. And then Charles Oliveira gets the next shot. That's how I thought it would all sure. play out. But my fucking Irish guy just ruined everything. Kind of did. And now the lightweight division's all fucked up. But that's fine, though, because we still get fun fights like Chandler and Gaethje. Right? That's going to be an amazing fight. Do I think Chandler has a chance? Not really. I think Gaethje's going to fucking put it on him. But who knows? We'll see. Maybe the takedown's coming to play. Who knows? Uh, no, nah, I was going to say a joke, but I won't say it. Say it. I said, there's a better there's a better chance that Sean O'Malley shows up on time for a podcast than <laughs> Michael Chandler beating Justin Gagey. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What other fights make you act up? Oh, what this guy's talking about. Alex, what fight makes you act up from that list? Um yeah, breathe louder into the mic. Well, I didn't get to see the list. Before. Mar- I'm going to list it up for the audience. So they can right. hear. You well, got Marvin Vittori, Pola Costa, you got Cody Garbrandt versus, you know, the one and only Kyle Carr of France. And then you also got uh, Chito Vera calling out, who's he calling out? Sugar Sean O'Malley. Sugar Sean O'Malley. Sugar and you got Leon Sean. and Jorge. What do you like? What makes you act up? Um, the one that makes me act up the most, probably Cody Garbrandt. Kai Car France because that's a very, very, very winnable fight for Garbrandt and it's his fucking debut at flyweight. So it makes me act up because I can't wait to see how good he looks at flyweight to see if his power transfers and to see if his speed is still a factor there. See if his if if because he has a speed advantage at one thirty five a lot would mm-hmm. say. So we'll see if he still has that speed at one twenty five. Yep. Uh, Nick, what fight makes you act up? I called Chandler and Gaethje, and you try to steal mine. Sorry. What fight makes no, you I act just thought, up? I thought we would just, you know, go down the list we're and talk about him a little bit. We're not doing that. Um, we're only 20 minutes in, but that's fine. It's <laughs> totally fine. No, nah, remember, because the whole thing happened, and then the, the yeah. conjunction. What fight right. makes you that's act right. accordingly? So maybe 30 minutes in. That's how far we are. What, what fight say? makes you act accordingly? Should we stretch this longer? I don't understand. All right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, I'm a fan of Masvidal and Leon. That's a good one. That's a fun. That's one. an act up because you let's know, talk about that fight it, a bit. This fight should have been made probably even more a better. It's a better fight than Nate Diaz and Leon, I think, mm. in my personal opinion. Like story wise, the hype, yeah. the build, and competitiveness wise, exactly. <laughs> and, and it makes more the most sense for one seventy, you know. But this is the fight that we didn't get to see, and we're finally get to see it. Hopefully, if all goes well. So, dude, it's a. These guys are both bangers, and I feel like uh, they're going to bang the shit out of each other. Am I right? <laughs> Put the go cam on. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's All right. for editing. That uh, did it break. Okay. All right. Not a big deal. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to look at Nick, look at the idiot. All right, guys. Um, I do want to talk about the Garbrandt, uh, Kai Kai of France, the one that uh, Alex is all act up about. Um, <laughs> that feels weird to me. Why? I like, It's a good fight for Cody, winnable fight. I guess I just thought they would have, he would he would have fought for, I guess, a bigger name. Maybe it's a tet, like a, I guess, an this, entry th- fight. Yeah, this is for both of them, right? But think about who Cody was calling out at 135. I mean, he was talking about like all the top five dudes. So for him to, 
get Kaya France. Kaya Kara France. Kaya Kara France. I know, but he did just lose, though, you know? So he can't really just be exactly. so picky. That makes sense. And yeah. he lost to a top contender, you know? And it, Also, wasn't he going to... Why is he going to 125? Why not? I think he... There's I so many we good saw, money matchups. When we saw him fight at 135, though, uh, against good. Rob Font. Rob Font is probably a big... His name is not Rob Font. Bob Rant. There you go. Bob Rant. Fob. So, uh, Fob is a big guy, right? For He seems like a big guy for 135, but Cody's power just didn't really translate in that fight. So, I think in his mind, he's like, all right, well, fuck it. I don't have to cut that much weight to make 135. How about I just cut a little bit more weight and just knock people out 125? Because mm. I think that's what's going to happen. If he goes to 125 and he does it, a very good weight cut, I feel like if he just touches people. That's the thing, though. Does the power carry when you cut that much weight? First time. I Alex? Think, well, I mean, I don't know. I never really cut that much weight, but I feel like from what he says. <laughs> I've never done that. Ever. From what he says is like he doesn't really cut weight that much weight for 35. So, you know, if it really isn't that much weight that he's cutting and he's only doing just a little bit more, then I think he should still have his power. But the whole thing is like his technique and all that type of stuff translates into your power as well, too. And that's what he's super good at is yeah, fundamental. I so, I mean, he's going to I think he's still going to have power there. For me, it's going to be the speed. It depends on if his speed is going to be there, because if he has a speed advantage with that power, he's beating everybody. Wow. Um, how do you guys feel about the uh, Cheeto Vera call out to Sean? I think that's the only fight that makes sense, right? I think Sean O'Malley. But why is he calling him out? Well, should it be the other way around? I think because there's a there's a little asterisk to it, right? He wants to be like, yo, if it serves both people, right? If Cheeto Vera goes out and beats the shit out of Sean O'Malley, Cheeto Vera gets elevated, <laughs> right? But if Sean O'Malley beats the shit out of uh, Cheeto Vera, then it kind of writes all the wrongs that people criticize Sean O'Malley about. Mm. So it works both ways, but it just depends. I think it's the only fight that makes sense because it's probably the safer fight for um, Sugar Sean because who else is at 135? Marab Dishvali. You know, that's, yeah, that's a tough fight, bro. Like, nobody wants to fight that guy. And yeah. I feel like Chito Vera is a good... Nobody wants to fight him either because he's just so nasty and he's tough and he's really durable. But I think this is a good test for Sugar Sean to see how well he's going to do at 135. Mm. Alex, this is a killer's row, you know? Alex, uh, are you okay with that call-out? Or do you feel like... I, I forgot what you said about Sugar Sean, who he should fight next. Because I feel like that is that a step backwards? Is I like a Marab or a Ricky Simone. Uh, Cheeto Vera is cool. I mean, think about it. Like, last time... So, he lost to Cheeto, right? Uh, the leg kicks happened, all, all that type of stuff. Ever since he lost that fight, I think it kind of threw him off a little bit, you know? Because, like... This whole, like, uh, oh, I'm still undefeated. So I think, like, with his head, his timing's off right now. Mm. Because, like, you know, when he's supposed to be at certain things at on a certain time, he can't make it. Um, <laughs> so, like, you know, it's like podcasts and stuff. So maybe if he does fight him again and Chito Vera beats him up again, then his, like, brain will get fixed back. And, and he'll, he'll be, be all right, guys, that's enough. Uh-huh. That's enough out of you guys. <laughs> that's enough. I didn't say anything. That's just, enough out of you guys. I'm but just supporting my husband. Marvin Vittori, Paul Costa. just, I know we're going to do an early quick pick pick on this. Just Yo, say the name. I don't need to hear him. I got. I think I got Marvin on this, bro. You think or you know? I got Marvin, bro. Alex, let's go to Costa. I got Marvin. You guys are so stupid. Paulo Costa made a <laughs> fool of himself these past couple months. Wine, rematch, his hair. signed the contract, his hair. You don't think this guy needs a win in his life? He's going to be so determined. <laughs> <laughs> Ready to do that again? Ready? He's going to be so determined. Yeah, okay. Oh, this guy's good. All right? He's going to win. Come on. Uh, the skill set wise, Costa has more. No, he doesn't. Costa has more. I don't think nah, so. He's not as technical. He's more of like a... Oh, he's a better striker. He's a bully. He's a better striker. He's a bully. No, you you think Marvin's going to bully Dude, Costa? Marvin has the same build and the same traps as Paulo Costa. I think Paulo Costa's more of a power striker, striker, technical striker, Marvin Vittori all day. And who wins in a power versus uh, technical? Technical. Power. If the guy has a chin, technical. Oh, and that kind of brings us... To our next segment. Guys, this is our quick pick picks with Alice Lifgata Costa and Nick the Ear. Um, good segue, Nick. Thank that was you. one of your best all time. Um, this is a fun card, actually. I was looking through it. I'm like, Oh yeah? 
Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck was that? <laughs> oh, yeah, dude? Yeah. Oh, yeah? I was like, yeah, that was weird, Nick. Yeah. And everyone's talking about how weird that was. We just did. Go back to the top. <laughs> <laughs> Stop doing that. Okay, I'll look at my own notes. Um, well, st- guys, we have a main event. We have August 7th at 7 p.m., I believe it is, Eastern or Pacific. We don't know. <laughs> it's, uh, it's a pay-per-view fight. We had a beautiful main event fight between Derek. My balls was hot. Lewis versus Cyril Gunn. We also have a co-main event at the Bantamweight division with uh, former champion Jose Aldo versus Pedro Munoz. We also got a welterweight fight. Uh, his mom loves them. Give it up for Michael Chiesa versus <laughs> Vincent L- Vincent. Is it like, does he say okay. Vincent? No, no. You called him Vincent, remember? Vincent Luque. That was like our first episode. You kept calling him hey, Vincent. That guy can fight. He's a force to be reckoned with in the welterweight division. Also, we have a Tisha Torres fight versus Angela Hill. We all know you guys love Angela Hill. And I also feel like these girls have fought plenty of times before. Is yeah. that true? I feel yeah. like this is like a best Twice. of seven. Yeah, seriously, I feel like they've fought 10 times already. Um, and is that a uh, bantamweight fight? Is that also a main event? Uh, that's the first fight starting off the uh, main Co- card. That's great. So that's Song Yong Dong versus Casey Kenny. All right, start at the top. Let's start with the big dogs. Derek versus Cyril. Um, let's hear it, guys. What have we got? Alex, we'll start with you first. Um, Cyril Gone is good. He has good footwork. He can get in and out quick. Um, but I do think that we're going to see an H-bomb <sighs> land this weekend. In H-Town? In H-Town. An H-bomb in H-Town. You know, Derek Lewis, I mean, we're in Houston, baby. Like, he's going to go all out, I think. This is for the interim title. That's true. I mean, I don't think he's just going to sit back and wait. I think he's going to go in. Um, I don't think he... I don't really... Like, Cyril Gunn has knockouts, but he doesn't have, like, that many knockouts, right? He has, like, it's even amount of submissions and uh, TKOs, but he doesn't really, like, put people to sleep sleep like Derek Lewis does. So, I don't think Derek Lewis is really going to fear the power, and I think Derek Lewis is about to just run in and hit him with one of those bombs and put him to sleep. So, it's interesting that you talk about that. Why Nick Segway's segued us into that is a uh, power versus technical. Mm-hmm. You really think the power is going to win on this one? I do. I really do. Derek Lewis is huge, and he can knock you out with any single punch. And I think he just needs to make sure that he's staying tight and just making sure he's cutting off the octagon. A lot of people always like to follow Cyril gone, so they just like go. They're like dancing. If he just cuts him off, then, I mean, it's game over, bruh. Game over. Uh, wow. Going with Derek Lewis. Nick the ear. What do you got? This fight is tough because, you know, Cyril Gaon probably has the better jiu-jitsu. He has the better wrestling, probably. He has the better striking on paper as far as the footwork, the distance control. Cardio, did probably. Yeah, the cardio. The cardio is my biggest, like, uh, question mark. Because Derek Lewis, he's probably, I'm sure his cardio got better, and I think it has. But I feel like his window to win is probably going to be in the first two rounds. As the fight goes on, I think it's going to be a little tougher for Derek Lewis because Cyril Gaon is very patient, and he likes to pick apart, stay on the outside. But Derek mm. Lewis, dude, just always finds a way to he win. He does. He knocks out guys like Alexander Volkov, who was just picking them apart for four to five rounds, yeah. and then just gets slept with a perfect opportunity. Anytime you fight Derek Lewis, you're always in trouble. And I have a feeling this might be a boring fight, just because no, Cyril Gaon might make that. it boring. Just because he, he will choose to he disengage. Has done that. Yeah, exactly, and he's going to be okay with it. And look what happened with Francis and Derek Lewis. I'm sure Francis felt the power of Derek Lewis and was like, oh, shit, you hear so many guys that fight Derek Lewis. They realize how powerful he is, and he's not necessarily that technical, which aids in his setup and his ability to knock people out. Yeah. You never know what this guy is going to do. He's in the hometown. Cyril Gaon only has eight professional fights. Derek Lewis has had so he's he has way more fights than that. I don't know the number, but he has way more. 34. 34 fights. Probably not true. We'll have to check that. But with that being said, I think the smart bet. <laughs> no, the it's smart not about bet. Who do you no, no, pick? No. I'm picking Derek Lewis. I'm going to put money on Derek Lewis this weekend. Is I'm he a, put a bet. underdog? Look, plus 270. Yeah, he's good a odds. plus 270. Why is he an underdog? That's I might so just weird. put a hundo and just see what happens. I'm going to do the same thing. See That's crazy. Uh, yeah. Tang, man, I was hoping, yeah, I'm going to pick Derek Lewis. Yeah, bro. Yeah. I'm not going to try to even. It's Because Cyril Gunn is still young. 
He, he can loses, win though. He could win. He it's just fun win. to pick Derek Lewis because yes. remember, remember the uh, Olenek fight? Yeah. Gosh, he was losing for like what three rounds on like a submission? Oh, no, that first round. The first know. round, dog. dog. But he was really close to getting subbed a lot in that first round. Every <laughs> fight that Derek Lewis is in, he's always the underdog, and he comes out on top and he wins. He finds a way to win, and even if he doesn't win, it's still pretty close. Yeah. I I think we see Derek Lewis be really aggressive this fight. And put this guy away quick. I hope so. Because other than that, I mean, everybody knows if you take Derek Lewis down, it's not easy to hold him down. No. Like, he gets up, unless you're Daniel Cormier, he gets up or he reverses position and beats the fuck out of you. Yeah. So, I don't think this guy's going to try taking him down. Um, I, yeah, I think uh, he's going to he's gonna do his normal fight where he's just touching and running away. Touching, run away. Like the fucking Jarzinho Rosenstruck fight. Yeah. It was really boring, but that's that's literally the way he needs to... That's what he needs to do to win this fight. For real. If he gets... If he doesn't stay strict on fighting Derek Lewis and fighting him at range distance... He's and out. In and out. Lights he's out. He's going to get knocked out. Lights I out. think he knows that. He does. Guys, I, I like him. that. We're all in unity on this one. Derek Derek Lewis. Lewis, it's hard bro. to choose. It's hard not to choose Derek Lewis. Dude, no one in the U.S. is picking Cyril Gunn. <laughs> all right? Yeah, the favorite, are. they're doing that based off of France numbers. <laughs> we <laughs> we got a first of all, that's how bro. betting odds are made on numbers of he got, he got the, Vegas. Vegas just deals that, right? Yeah. And uh, and the odds are correct, I think. I think those are pretty That makes odds. sense. It makes sense. That makes but sense. I'm still putting a... I might put Derek Lewis in a parlay even. See what happens. Wow. All right, guys. Let's get to our co-main event. We got Jose Aldo and Pedro Munoz. Ooh. You're Nick, we'll start with I'm you going. on this one first. I'm going Jose. No disrespect to Pedro Munoz. That is disrespectful. Why would you choose uh, Jose? Dude, Jose is like, what, 34 years old still? Right? He's still young. Even though, he still young. even though he feels old. Like, he, in terms of like. Just face-wise, he looks old. Or like We've seen him for so long. We've I guess he was so forever, young when he started. Right? Yeah. But Jose, man, is a fucking animal. I was rewatching the Jose and Peter Pieter Jan fight. Yeah. And Jose was just throwing bombs on Pieter and he was eating them and receiving them and giving them right back. I feel like if he does that to Pedro, I don't know if Pedro is going to be as durable to stand and bang with Jose. And I think that's kind of that that style of fight aids to Jose. I just feel like he has more tools to win. If he, if Pedro takes Jose down, I think he'll be okay because he's a high-level black belt as well. So um, Jose got the more experience. He's the former champ. He's Scarface, baby. Let's there we Scarface, go. Baby. Alex, who do you like for this fight? Um, Yeah, I'm going Jose Aldo. This Take is going to be – I think this is going to be a striking fight, and I don't uh, – the better striker to me is always going to be Jose Aldo. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think he's – um, Pedro Munoz is really tough, so I don't know if he finishes him, but I think it might. Honestly, I think it's going to be like a a brawl. Yeah. Um, as oh. long as if, if Jose Aldo's cardio can just hold up those three rounds, he should win this one. If he gasses out, then Pedro Munoz is a dog, and he can you know do that. But I do think uh, Aldo is going to win this fight. Well, guys, I guess on this car we're all picking different fighters. I'm going <laughs> Pedro Munoz because you guys are being crazy right now. Um, we don't live in a Muay Thai-only era anymore. If you're going to be plotting, you're going to be throwing ones and twos and hooks and just just wailing your, your kicks and punches. I'm sorry. You have another thing coming. This is the era of kickboxing, multifaceted, dimensional fighter. So Look that word up. So you're saying that Pedro Munoz is more of a Muay Thai fighter than Jose Aldo? No, I'm saying Jose Aldo is more of a Muay Thai fighter. Mm. Than, I'm saying Pedro I'm Munoz tired, lost the last fight, Yeah, and this guy's going to wrestle the shit out of Jose. <laughs> He's going to wrestle and make this the most boring cage lay and pray fight you've you think, ever seen. You think he's going to be able to take Jose down and hold him down? Yeah. Talk to my Fuck friend, Chad Mendez. Uh. Pedro Munoz... Is similar in wrestling style to Chad Mendes? No, very different, and that's oh. why. Because oh, Pissy has tried to trick you. Because Chad oh Mendes couldn't God. get the takedown, but Pedro Shot will. Got in the face. Oh, exactly. Um, there you guys have it. I will be, honestly will say, trust me on this. Pedro Munoz is winning. I don't want him to win, but Pedro is winning. Trust me on this. I I'm not going to trust you. Hey, Alex, you trust me? Maybe you get another free shirt. Oh, <laughs> shit. I trust you. <laughs> All right, guys. This is our welterweight uh, division. We got uh, this is a fun one. We got the ESPN analyst, Michael Chiesa, versus Vincente Luque. Mm. Uh, what do you guys like? You like the brawler or you like the grappling artist? Man, I, this is a tough one just because Michael Chiesa did look pretty good in his last fight. 
even though he kind of gassed a little bit. But, 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 but I feel like Vincente is trains out of Sanford. Yeah, he has a, he has a good camp. His striking is so dangerous, and he's so down to scrap that I feel like, and his takedown D, and his his threats from takedowns, I think are going to be submission wise are are going to be enough to be able to hold Kiesa back enough to be able to land big bombs on him. Because mm-hmm. stand up wise, Kiesa he looks huge at one seventy. By the way, um, stand up wise, I think his stand up looks a little sus compared to Vicente. Because so much of Michael Kiesa's A little game, sauce? Come on, we like him. Be honest. He doesn't have stand-up. His stand-up is... is his, tra- his transitions from his striking to his takedowns make me a little nervous. I always feel like he's going to get cracked against a high-level striker like Vicente. I guarantee if I called from an unknown caller number and called Michael, and I went, ah, ah, I said, what combo is it? Your family's going to die if you don't tell me right now. Couldn't do it. This family would die. Watch this. Ah, ah. Alex, what combo is that? One two, one two, cross. There you go. <laughs> Michael could not do that. His family would die. Uh, Alex, who do you got for this? Yeah, it's a bummer because I really do like Michael Chiesa, He's but I'm funny. just gonna, I'm gonna pick smart wise, and I think honestly, I think the smarter pick is Vicente Luque. He's had way more experience at 170 against top level uh, competition compared to Michael Chiesa, who you know beat. Diego Sanchez, he beat um, Carlos Condon. Yeah. Um, yeah, but those guys are, you know, long in the tooth, baby. Uh, <laughs> I don't know about that, but keep going. Um, <laughs> what What was his last fight again? Neil Magny. Was it Neil Magny? Yeah. See, Neil Magny is and guess good. who won? Yeah, Neil Magny but is good. But it was close, though. It wasn't like... But guess who won? Yeah, Kiesa. Kiesa won. Thank you. Yeah, but <laughs> I think didn't uh, Vicente beat Neil? Yeah, he did. And so. where's Jeff Neil now? No, not Jeff. Was that a real test? Remember Jeff Neal fought Neil Magny, and (laughs) their last names, like, made it look like his actual name. That was funny. Um, But, uh, no, I think Vicente Luque is unfortunately going to walk away with this one. I I want Michael Chiesa to win, but I just think uh, skill-wise and everything like that, Vicente Luque, and, like, just look, he trains with, he's, like, Gilbert Burns' main training partner, and, so I just think uh, Vicente is going to take it. It's interesting. You both go for the guy that I actually like. and uh, But you guys are thinking, oh, Gilbert's going to pick Vicente. No, I'm not. Just because Michael can't guess my combos from sounds, ha, 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 he doesn't need to. Why? Because he's going to grapple. And he's going to put that guy in a body triangle. And he's going to choke him out. Uh, you know what? These guys strike too much at Sanford. They all do is strike. <laughs> Little, like Gilbert Burns could have won so many fights grappling. He strikes too much. No he game planning there. Henry, Henry, Henry Hooft? He makes him strike too much. Yeah, let me see him. Let me see Henry Hooft's guard. Let me see what kind of jiu-jitsu exactly. he got off his back. Guys, right? Michael Chiesa has also been spending a lot. He's a smarter fighter. His IQ is so much better these days. He's an analyst now. Oh, All he shit. does is study fights. He studied Luque's fights. Luque's not studying Chiesa's fights? Yeah, no. How do you know? Yeah, you don't show, know. Me, show me any ESPN coverage of him doing that on a panel. Oh, hey. shit. He does. With the red circles? He do. He do. I nah, promise. This guy is too busy eating delicious Brazilian meats at restaurants. <laughs> he only eats Brazilian meats. <laughs> That's all he eats. And um, you guys, move on to Tisha Torres versus Angela Hill. Like Nick said, this is best out of seven. <laughs> because these names have been, I feel like they've been next to each other so many times. And they just never fight. Or Even though Alex said it was twice, I feel like we've seen this so many times. That's a lot. That's a lot of times. It's because it's been scheduled and it keep it got it fell off twice, I believe. And they were in the same season, of Ultimate Fighter. Yeah, right. It, they're they're intertwined so well. Um, they hang out for sure. Quick pick, quick pick picks. Let's go, let's go. Uh, Nick, what do you got? Uh, Tornado. Or? I think I think the smart pick is Tisha, but your boy picking with his heart, and I'm going with Angela Hill. Respect. Nick is anti LGBT. Uh, I think the the reason why <laughs> Tisha is a smart pick is because for some reason judges seem to rob Angela Hill <laughs> for some reason. But I do think Angela Hill honestly is going to take this. I think her power is gonna is gonna uh, be a little too much for Tisha Torres nowadays. Tisha, uh, Angela Hill is really good. Um, her striking is good. Her takedown defense is real good. So I think Angela Hill is going to win this fight by decision. Guess what, boys? I agree with you. Angela Hill wins this fight. Tisha Torres, unfortunately. I thought she had a strong UFC career, but as the time went on, she's just uh, a lot of punches and bunches. Doesn't have the reach. I don't think she's going to be able to strike, even though she has Taekwondo background with Angela Hill. Angela Hill's Muay Thai is too good. <laughs> <laughs> Guess which fighter that is? Angela Hill. 
Ben Wayne Five. We got a song, Young Dawn. That guy is a crackalacking fighter. Uh, we also got <laughs> against Casey Kenny, which I know you guys like him a lot. Yeah, Casey Kenny. But I, I know his, I saw his butt one time. All right, let's end the podcast. Yep, saw his butt. <laughs> He's changing the locker room, and I saw his butt. And I'm okay. like, oh, shit, that's Casey Kenny's butt. Okay. Yeah. Okay, Alex. Kenny, bro. Song Young Dong, the, the brawler from Team Alpha Male, or Casey Kenny from Team Shukran. Don't know what team he's from. Sure, what was it? Sh- uh, I sh- think he trains Shuriken? with Sugar Sean O'Malley, doesn't he? He trains there because they were on. Oh, like, they he were trains on with Chris Carriasso. Podcast talking. Yeah, Megan Anderson that one time. Yeah, I picked Song Young. You know what? I'm going to my pick first. Song Young Dong all day. Yeah, um, yeah, that you know he was saying some weird shit about Megan, which is weird. Megan's are going to be on this podcast soon. Yeah, right, Megan. The whole thing is like, bro. She never like. I. It was funny how he's talking like that. It's like I don't even think she would like. With you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And you over here talking shit. Like, and, and, and she she tall, bro. She tall. She beat like, you up, Casey Kenny. You're like, finding a bad weight. You're talking about a girl that you probably didn't even have a chant with anyway. You mean? Oh, fuck. Um, yeah. But I think if Song Yadong, I, I do think he's going to win. <laughs> the only thing that makes me nervous <laughs> of him is his gas tank in his last fight was a little, little, huh. But if he has that good, bro, he's fucking good. Remember, he did beat Cheeto, even though it was like a really close fight. Yeah, he beat him yeah. still. That's all that matters. Cheeto. Um, Team China, so baby. If he can just keep his cardio, is because Casey Kenny does have good cardio. Um, if he if his gas tank's there, Song Yudong should win this fight. Mm-hmm. Okay. Nick? Yeah, I think Song Yudong is the more dynamic striker. He has a lot more tools in his belt. I think Casey Kenny is like uh, a little more technical, but Song ha- is just a wild card. So that could either play to his favor or not, but he's tough. He stays in the fight, um, and he's always dangerous. So I'm gonna go with Song Yudong. Yeah, he looks like me. All right, guys, let's do some. Uh, let's oh, do some shout outs in the prelims. Ooh. I think we'll just talk know. about this one. Uh, let's just talk about this. Right, we'll talk about it. All right, guys, the fight we're all talking about is Alfonso Minefield and Ed <laughs> Herman. No, guys, that's a great fight as well. But Bobby Green, our boy, who's I feel like has been in the UFC for 40 years, yep. he's just in and out. He's fighting Hafei. Yeah. Fiziev from Tiger Muay Thai. If you don't know who this guy is, look at his UFC uh, highlights and also watch the Tiger Muay Thai tryouts. This guy is the head Muay Thai coach over there. Yep. Crazy. Um, Nick, who do you have? You know you're a Bobby Green guy too, but you're also a Fiziev guy. Yeah, so this is tough. On paper, Fiziev. Say that you had no paper. No paper? I can't do this breakdown then. I need that paper. <laughs> no, I need a uh, metaphorical paper. Bobby Green is a great high volume striker, but I think Rafael Fiziev is just, I hate to say it because I love Bobby Green so much. I think he's just on a different level. He has mm. way more diverse strikes. He, he just seems to put everything together so differently. Bro, one leg, people out. one leg kick, Bobby Green's done. Yeah, and, and Bobby, he doesn't I don't know, check. Man, he at, doesn't at, check. At lightweight, I just feel like he's a little small at lightweight. Very small. But, man, I would... It, this fight actually makes me sad. Talk about fights that make you sad. Makes them act sadder. Yeah. Act sadder. Fights that make me sad. Where you guys sad? go? This one, right? Is it, Alex, because who you I got? Love them both. Yeah, I do like Bobby Green, but Rafael's, he he's going to win. He's, he's, he's just too good. I, I personally think, like, you go based off of his last one, he beat Honato Moicano. Yeah. That guy is really good. He's very yeah. good. And I know he just knocked him out like it was nothing, but that guy's, like, really, really good. Um, and, you know, he just played with him. But, I unfortunately, I like Bobby Green. Everybody knows. Usually we all always go for him, but yeah. uh, Rafael Fezes is is on a different level. He's he's going to be in the top here soon. So I'm, I'm still rooting for Bobby Green. No, you're not. I feel like he's no, going. Yeah, I'll be happy if Bobby Green wins. It'll be like, hell yeah, dope. Hey, guys, but. just straight up, I don't half-ass like these guys. I'm going Bobby Green all day. I think Fiziev, great fighter, great knockouts. I love him, but Bobby Green... They already say, yeah, he is a little undersized for 155. If he was at 145, oh. I honestly think he honestly uh, outpoints in a boxing match Max Holloway. Oh. So, oh, Bobby question. Green. Do you think Bobby Green can take Fizzyev down and, and beat him up on the ground? No. I think that's his path to victory. I think his Bobby path Green to is, is a pretty good wrestler, too. He just is he? He just never show it. He seems yeah. so weak. Whoa, I thought you were a Bobby Green fan. I'm Whoa. picking him. I'm picking him. All right, guys, uh, those are our picks. Other great fights in the prelims, so make sure you check out that card. Um, also, really sad, this fight, fight that makes me act sad is uh, the strawweight fight. Oh, yeah. I mean, you talk about a former champion and a former contender. 
Jessica Penny. They're at the bottom of the prelims. And Carolina Colvin. Exactly. It shows you how, man, a couple losses can just take you out of well, the line. Carolina's limelight. like got a bunch three of losses. losses but like against top level competition. Top level. And then, yeah, Penny just finally came back. But all the girls that she's lost to eventually fought for the title. Yeah, that's not, that's okay. Yeah. That's okay. She'll get a win. I think she'll beat Jessica. We'll see. Uh, guys, that was our quick pick pick. Fights will make you win money, obviously, because they're <laughs> all the same picks. Uh, just a quick announcement, some housekeeping here. We're going to be doing a um, little little uh, fun watch party again. Not in Vegas this time, but not in Houston. But we'll be at a new secret location that you will see only if you tune in on Saturday at 7 p.m. Pacific time. Oh, wow. We will be doing a, a fun live stream from maybe a sponsor we've had in the past. So make sure you check out our uh, – make sure you subscribe. Uh, to our YouTube channel. Check out, also follow us on Instagram to make sure you know those updates uh, when we're going to be doing that live uh, watch party. Uh, Nick, can you throw out your handles? Any shout outs? Um, you know what? You can follow me at Nick the Ear. Uh, and my shout out is to my boy Lift God for making those all possible. Shout out to my boy Lift God, L I F F G O D D. And yeah. Lift God, can you do a shout out and also give shout out to my boy Nick the Ear for making it all possible by bringing <laughs> the gear. Nah, shout out N I C K T H E E A R. You gotta shout out Gil Bits, dude. No, no, no. And I'm gonna give a shout out to the Gil Cam. <laughs> without the Gil Cam, <laughs> you don't got that face. Uh, <laughs> you can follow me at Gilbits, guys. Also, very important, follow us at We Out Here MMA. We got memes coming your way, and if you like those memes, watch it. Just go on, share them on your story, and tag us because uh, you know our content is your content. Uh, we love you guys very much. Hit the music, Alex. It's uh, it's time to go to bed. Okay. Oh, is that me? Well, well here's, here's the, the thing. Th- that's oh, Nick. Okay. <laughs> okay, that's me. Well, here's, here's the, the thing. That's Nick. Okay. Here we go, here we go. Here we go, here we go. Welcome to the We Out Here MMA Now Podcast. A bus show, but y'all to shout. Everybody wanna talk to me. Everybody wanna talk to me. I'm busy. Guys, that was our show. We love you. Peace.